This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Stateside, they've got some other issues again. Uh, Donald Trump, central figure in all of this. Uh, yesterday, Nancy Pelosi began the process for an impeachment inquiry. What does it all mean going forward? Donald Trump, as advertised, released what he says was an unredacted uh, memo of uh, his call to the Ukrainian president on this matter, investigating the Biden family affairs with a gas company there and uh, whether there's a quid pro quo to do so uh, is something that was questionable uh, in the run up to all of that. So against that backdrop, let's get details on what's playing out here. Bruce Hyman is back with us, the former U.S. ambassador to Canada and best-selling author of the memoir, The Art of Diplomacy. Ambassador, good to have you back in the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Hey, John. Good to be here. Thank you. All right. So what have we got here? The anatomy of an impeachment inquiry. Uh, Is that the proper approach to be taking? The Dems making a smart move here? Is it necessary? I think that the president just unfortunately for America has just gone a bridge too far and forced the speaker who was a reluctant uh, prosecutor of an impeachment inquiry from the beginning. She you know, continue to tell Democrats, let's keep our head down, let's pass legislation, let's focus on what uh, average Americans need. But I think the president went just a bit too far now and had made it so complicated for Democrats and maybe even Republicans, we'll see, uh, in this approach uh, to the Ukrainian president. Well, does this meet the threshold in your mind of high crimes and misdemeanors? Uh, To me, it does. But again, I don't know all the details. But at the face of it, we have a president who verbally said that he spoke to the Ukrainian president and asked him to investigate a political opponent, and at the same time withheld funding that was approved by the U.S. Congress to go to Ukraine. And so that, along with his personal attorney doing this work and investigation, who's not even a government official, um, I think that, you know, we're at a point now where we have to hear from the whistleblower. We have to hear from others who are aware of this conversation and what actually took place and the complexities around it. And we'll see where it leads. Uh, and that's why we call this an inquiry at this point. And once we get the information, uh, then I think the Congress is going to have to decide whether to actually have an impeachment vote. All right. You talked about the whistleblower. This is what prompted all of that. A whistleblower uh, ostensibly uh, had some information. He dropped the dime, but he wasn't privy to the actual conversation or in the room. It was all hearsay from the whistleblower initially, wasn't it? We don't know that. Um, We don't know exactly what is in the content of the complaint from the whistleblower. And we're only hearing this through press reports and hearsay at this point. What we do know is a complaint was filed to the inspector general of the intelligence agencies. The inspector general said that this was credible and urgent and should be moved on to Congress. And he was held back from presenting that to Congress. And so we're at a point now where I think that's why we call this an inquiry. Let's find out what the complaint was about. And apparently there's more in that complaint than just the Ukraine. So let's find out what that is. And then the Congress is going to have to make some critical decisions about the path forward. But I think there's still some puzzle pieces yet to be 
laid on the table. Again, Bruce Hyman's with us, former U.S. ambassador to Canada, author of the memoir, The Art of Diplomacy. So, Ambassador, is there an appetite for impeachment? I mean, after two and a half torturous years of the Mueller investigation, now going back up this hill, uh, it looks obviously like uh, somebody is very fixed on removing Trump from office. But how was how would this play before the American public? You know, that's a really good question. I, you know, we've only had two hearings on impeachment in the country's history, long history, and both of those hearings did not result in the removal of a president. We're within just 13 months or so of a, uh, of an election period in November of 2020. And so, you know, I think that for the most part, I think people would rather just let's focus on this new election and let's have the American people make the decision whether to keep Donald Trump in office or not. I think that, as I said earlier, that the president just went too far now. All the other stuff was based on either circumstantial or other people's information or things that are much more difficult to prove, like collusion in the last election. But this is an admitted participation by the president. This is an admitted participation by his attorney. This is now we have a quote-unquote unredacted uh, description of the call, which in fact lays out exactly what was said. Um, at least to, if they think this exonerates them, I think they're, they're mistaken. And so this is, a, this is a real problem. This is bad. And that's why this is moving so quickly. And that's why I think the president has a real problem on his hand right now. And yet, you know, uh, we'll inevitably hear uh, the other side or the spin, if you will. It's going to be that this is no smoking gun. Lindsey Graham saying, for example, there's nothing there. Giuliani has uh, been uttering as much, saying there's no quid pro quo. The $400 million that was withheld unless they did his bidding against Biden. Uh, so I get frustrated by watching that. It's like, you know, the two sides warring with their own account of things. But let me just get back then to uh, the 30,000-foot view of this, and certainly from where we sit here in Canada and looking to the south and our neighbors here, uh, there is one uh, line of reasoning that says Nancy Pelosi cratered to the radical wing of the Democrat Party in pursuing this because she had been really hesitant or resistant to it, recognizing there's, you know, political capital that could get burned here and redound against the Dems. Is this radical wing of the Democrat Party uh, really the tail wagging the dog? You know, I, if this had proceeded without this most recent event, I think you would have maybe some legitimacy to that point. That being said, what happened this week where there were a lot of moderate Dems, a lot of people who won in 2018 in Trump districts that, you know, women and men who are very moderate in their tone and style who may be really having a difficult time in a re-election process, were highly reluctant to pursue action against the president. And it was this week after these events came to fore that they all raised their hand, one after another, started raising their hand and said, "Uh, this is it. Uh, It's just too far now. So I don't think it's any wing of the party, left wing or far extreme wings of the party, moving this ahead I think actually now it's the more moderate core that pulled Nancy Pelosi in. And she was a reluctant participant up until this moment.
And yet you've got people like uh, the congresswoman from Hawaii, Tulsi Gabbard, who is, uh, you know, rather impressive. She's going to be part of the next debate. She's uh, met the necessary criteria for that, I guess, 2% polling. But uh, she says it's going to be damaging to the country. And so I'm kind of curious uh, if, in fact, it will be seen this way. And, you know, the other thing I'm curious about, you've got to help me here, uh, Biden being subverted (laughs) perhaps by Trump and uh, the machinations there, but within the party itself. I mean, uh, Julian Castro at the last debate suggesting, you know, he's losing his memory. And uh, that was really underhanded, I felt, on a personal level. But even the Dems seem to be going after Joe Biden. Look, when you're king of the hill and you're fighting, which is very different than happens in Canada when you're trying to decide who's going to lead a party in the next election, we do that in the competition. People tend to forget what happened when the Republicans were all competing with each other and had near equal number of candidates Mm. competing. And then Donald Trump broke ahead and uh, became the nominee and the eventual president. So this process is in some ways a healthy one, albeit disturbing at times and people taking shots at each other and Frankly, I, you know, I, I attended the Detroit debates and sat and watched them when they were even going after Obama, a bit, which was unsettling for me. But it's all about, you know, trying to become the next president of the United States. And, you know, they're jockeying for that. And so that's what we're watching. And so this political speak that's going on and that, you know, people are trying to get airtime and trying to get recognition and trying to get support so they could be the nominee. And so what these candidates during these debates say about each other and about what's happening, take it in the context that they're trying to be the nominee for president and trying to get some airtime. I think most Americans across the board would rather not see us go in the path of, you know, uh, of an impeachment. But I think most Americans, you know, there's a line that gets crossed. And for at least a lot of Democrats this last week, that line was was crossed with the president his interactions with Ukraine. All right. This time he's really done it, I guess, is the takeaway. Uh, I appreciate it, as always. I'm sure we'll talk again. You know, there's I look uh, forward to it. <laughs> yeah, the high uh, season is it seems like it's in perpetuity in America with the electioneering taking place. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, always interesting discussion. Ambassador Hyman, appreciate your time pleasure. Be well. You got it. Bruce Hyman again, former U.S. Ambassador to Canada, author of the memoir, The Art of Diplomacy. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.